Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Moms are amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com. As a parent, no two days are ever the same. At Care.com, you can find trusted and flexible sitters to help manage your family's ever-changing schedule. Care.com can even help you out with housekeepers, dog walkers, senior caregivers, and more. So you can find care for all you love. And 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step in hiring confidently. To get the help you need to make it all work, sign up now and find a great sitter at Care.com. With the heist of the century, I'm the ladder kid. Make yourself famous. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Iconic moments, unforgettable matches, memories that will last a lifetime when it comes to professional wrestling. If you are talking about it, we are talking about it. Welcome to the Wrestle Chat Podcast with the Ant Man. Here we go. Welcome back to the Wrestle Chat Podcast. I'm your host, the Ant Man, kicking off week three. We've made it to week three. Some people said it wouldn't last. Still may not after this one. We'll see. <laughs> Welcome back, my friend, Michael Glavin. How are you, bud? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Michael is one of the four pillars of the Man Child Chronicles pod- podcast. Tell everybody where they can uh, watch this. Or can you watch it? Can you watch it yet? We are working on that. So, okay. uh, so uh, unlike a lot of other podcasts, we have four guys uh, yeah. on every week, sometimes with a guest, so five guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, so doing video is not as simple as 
some of your smaller one or two people podcasts. And so uh, it's coming soon. But uh, Man Child Chronicles is a is a great podcast. Uh, we talk about a lot of entertainment based things, movies, TV, sports, fatherhood, family, all kinds of fun stuff. We play a lot of random games. And so if yeah. you need something completely random just to help you to or from work, I guarantee you, you'll have a good laugh. Uh, Man Child Chronicles on any of your favorite streaming platforms. Uh, would love to have you guys. Man, it is one of the best times I've ever had on a podcast is hanging out with you guys. That's a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you. Fun. Um, all right. First, got to get some uh, business out of the way. Uh, we'd like to thank once again our friends at AG1 for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, getting healthy, nutritious greens in my diet was always a challenge. And a friend of mine shared a post about her routine with Athletic Greens or AG1. And I pulled the trigger and I got it. And I'm so glad I did. It's super simple. It's just one scoop of AG1 in the morning and about. It's about 10 ounces of water. I do a little less sometimes, uh, but it does not taste like it looks. I know it's green, and you're thinking this probably tastes like celery. Drinking celery never tastes good. It's not like that at all. It has one gram of sugar, but that's it, and it has all the vitamins that you need for your entire day. I feel better. My gut feels better, and it's a great way to get your morning started. Have you ever tried it? I have not. You haven't. You should try it sometime. It's it's actually really good, and if you're looking for a way to get some of that into your diet, uh, check it out. They want to hook you up with the same deal that they gave me: a 30 day supply of AG1, a shaker, vitamin D drops that go right in the drink, a canister to store it all in, and five free travel packs. If you go over to WrestleChatPodcast.com/ag1, that's AG and the number one. There's no commitment. You can cancel any time. It's WrestleChatPodcast.com/ag1. And you can get the deal on the starter kit today. Now, normally, each match that we do here on the show, it has rules. We have three minutes for each one of them. Uh, Semi-main events are six minutes. We will pick that back up next week. There were so many things we wanted to cover on this podcast. We're just going to hit start and roll through this whole thing. We do want to remind you and invite you to be a part of the chat because... If the two of us are just sitting here talking, it's it's just us chatting. We want you to be chatting, too. So find us on Instagram or on Twitter or on TikTok. Uh, or if you're watching this on uh, on YouTube or if you're not watching, make sure you go check it out on YouTube. It's just WrestleChat Podcast. Man, uh, I know you don't watch a ton of AEW, but mm-hmm. this week may have been one of the best AEWs that I've watched in a long time. And a part of it had to do... With someone who might be, if I really look back at all the years that I've I've been a fan of wrestling, he may be my overall favorite wrestler, judging by Halloween costumes <laughs> from the past as a kid. Yep, <laughs> and that is Sting. The and icon. I want to play this for you. The icon Sting. I can't do a Tony Schiavone and give you a big loud Sting. I don't sound anything like him, but uh, I want to play some audio. He, uh, he's been teamed up, and if, if you haven't watched, he's been teamed up with a guy named Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. And Darby is challenging for the world title against uh, the, uh, the jackass MJF. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to play you some audio from that interaction with Sting and MJF. Check this out. Max, I, I just want to know what all this talk is the past few weeks of daddy daycare talk and all this. I, I don't understand that. I want you to know that it offends me deeply. I mean, I don't see myself as like a daycare kind of a guy. I see myself as more like a, like a cheerleader. I got somewhat of a fever, and the only cure for my fever is more pom-poms. 
Or Channing Bomb Bomb. Oh, it looks like I've offended you. Offended you deeply, haven't I? I promise. I'll stop now if you promise to stop, okay? Stop talking about this Cody daycare stuff, okay? I said Cody, didn't I? Oh! I said Cody, and the truth hurts, doesn't it, Max? Because you had a cheerleader, you had a support system in Cody, and I'm a support system for Darby. Let's face it, I'm just going to be real with everybody here, including you. Showtime is almost over. But Showtime is just starting for this young man right here. Darby Allen, Max, mark my words. Darby Allen will become AEW's World Heavyweight Champion. I promise you, it is Showtime. Okay, how hard did you pop for the Cody mention? It, it was interesting, and it was surprising, too, because I didn't <laughs> think that they would do it. And that's one right. of the things that I like about where wrestling in general is going is like, you know, we're not going to we're not going to really talk about it, but we'll we'll poke about some things across across the fence. You know what I'm saying? But it yeah. was it was cool to to feel that and kind of lean forward. And, oh, man, what are they? What are they? Uh, how's the reaction going to be? What are they going to do yeah. with it? You know, so it was really fun. Well, he even mentioned it, that things are winding down for for Sting. Mm-hmm. Out of anyone, who would you want to see Sting's last match be, uh, be with? That's tough. And, I mean, mm-hmm. he's been around to, to most people. Again, I'm not super uh, familiar with the AEW roster. Um, yeah. I, I would love to see him put, you know, a young buck over um, really well. Um I don't really have anybody specifically, but I know it's it's time for him to do business and and do right by a youngster. You know, th- there's there's always the one match that we talk about with Sting that we never got, and that was Sting and the Undertaker. And That's what I, I have on my list. I too. think it's I think it's safe to say that we're probably not going to get that, but uh, but we can we can dream, and we still have WWE 2K. You know, thir- or twenty three to I almost said yeah. thirteen. Oh my god, I'm so old. Um, <laughs> You're still playing two K thirteen, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have we have two K twenty three to make our dreams come yeah. true. So, man, I was bummed too that we never got to see those two. I don't want to see it now because no, I don't want to see no, these two no, guys no, in the no, ring no, together. No. Uh, I want to remember them how I remember them. Uh, what I could see happening. So right now, Darby obviously challenging for the world title. Something happened in that match mm-hmm. that would lead to Sting causing Darby not to win it. Yep. And maybe you see Darby turn on Sting. I haven't seen a heel Darby yet. And I'm, I, I've, I've seen a little bit of his work in the indies. But if we saw Darby... Uh, get a huge win over Sting to be Sting's final match. That would be something, one, really cool for AEW, something amazing for Darby and a guy that Sting really loves and has put a lot behind. He could put him over and and be his last match. And I don't want to see him go take on Ric Flair again. No, nobody (laughs) wants to see that. I saw saw some, like, fact of the day or something that out of – uh, Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, and this whole line of people. Ric Flair has wrestled the most recent 
active match <laughs> out of all of those guys, and you're just like, <laughs> why him? Yeah. He is, he's an H, though. Uh, big news from that show, Jeff Hardy is back. He's mm -hmm. uh, been away after another DUI. Mm -hmm. uh, clearly has completed another round of rehab, or he wouldn't be back on the show. Uh, praying that he is better now and that he has finally kicked this. Do you? Are you thinking this one will stick? You know... I they, they they say that when you struggle with things, you, you struggle with with them forever. Hopefully, he's got a support system around him that'll yeah. kind of keep his head on straight. Um, it was great to have him back. Uh, he feels like he's still, despite an intense career, he still moves around and kind of feels like he's got some miles left in him, surprisingly, which is kind of backwards because Matt's looking a little stiff in the uh, in the hips area, and it's <laughs> he is. and it's funny that that Jeff is looking a little better overall. But I'm excited to have him back. Uh, I would think this is probably going to be close to to the I don't want to say the last run, but we're we're definitely on the the latter side of the book with these guys, and so it's good for them to be back together to do some work. And um, super glad that he's back. It was a good pop and and, and a good segment. Um, so yeah, excited to have him back. Hope he keeps his head on straight. Michael, I think that some of these guys that we that we watched a lot of during the Attitude Era are are winding down. Their bump cards getting filled yep. up, and uh, they're about done. Yep. I just love that they do have a heart to give back, and they have opportunities now to do that backstage and uh, and be able to do that for those guys. Um, something uh, with. CM Punk seems to never stay out of the news, and this time it is that he may be coming back at All In at Wembley Stadium, and I, I kind of took that with a grain of salt because I think that every time that I hear news on CM Punk, it it is uh, clickbait. However, this one seems to have some smoke in in it a little bit. AEW All Access touched on the backstage brawl that that he ended up in uh, with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. But according to Fightful Select, both sides are, no pun intended, all in to, well, make some money together. And uh, tentative plans have been put in place for him to actually return mm -hmm. to AEW. I Honestly, I didn't think this would happen. I didn't think that I would want this to happen. Does it need to happen to sell out Wembley Stadium? I think it does. And I, I think mm. this is truly motivated by business. I yeah. think that the the massive promotional power that was his emergence into AEW is what they need. They need a copy and paste version of that for Wembley Stadium. I mean, you're talking, what, 90-something thousand seats or, or something like yeah. that? That's not something that you're just going to get on your average Thursday night for anybody. You know, yeah. uh, AEW is still a young company. While it does have a lot of momentum to it, no one is denying that. You know, you have the the major corporate conglomerate like WWE, and they usually only put up numbers like that once a year. <laughs> and so yep. it's it's not something that you take lightly. And so, hey, CM Punk's a business guy. He's an annoying business guy, but he's a business guy. And you go to him and say, look, man, we need to fill some seats. We need to we need to do we need to do some business and uh, we're going to cut you a nice check. I need you to play nice and. And let's do business. And I, I think he's going to because at the end of the day, he's a money guy. He's a business guy. I went to WrestleMania last year in Dallas, and that had the potential of more than 90,000. And neither night had 90,000. It was still a ton of people. And that was for the biggest wrestling company in the world, yep. WWE. Now, we'll say this. I heard this morning 
that as of right now, 45,000 people have signed up for AEW's pre-sale at Wembley. Wow. Now, if that's true and everybody buys a ticket, or actually if everybody buys two tickets, the place is sold out yep. in a pre-sale. That'd be crazy, man. That'd be that nuts. That is a lot of people. That's yep, nuts, absolutely. dude. <laughs> Speaking of big shows, WWE tickets went on sale on Friday for SummerSlam in Detroit at Ford Field. And, well, we want to see you in Detroit. We want to be there with you. Well, we're going to be there. We want you to be there with us. I'll just say this. Since there's a lot of rules in place about things that you can give away, I'll just tell you, why don't you run over to WrestleChatPodcast.com slash summer, and you can find out more. WrestleChatPodcast.com slash summer, and find out how you can be in Detroit with us this August. That's going to be a lot of fun. Let's jump over to WWE since we hit on SummerSlam. Uh, Cody versus Brock at Backlash. It's happening. What was your first thought, though, seeing the um, the angle point away from Roman Reigns for Cody and move on to Brock, especially so quickly? When I was on the show a couple weeks ago, I said that while I had a thought of where it might go, I'm not going to be upset with the outcome of Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. And I was not. Was I shocked? Yes. Just like most people, I really did think it was going to go the other way. But the way they played it was beautiful. And now coming out of that, this swerve with, with Brock Lesnar and, and Cody Rhodes, I'm going to tell you, I love it. And let me tell you why. Because even though... There's not necessarily any stakes or we don't have like, you know, a title in the picture. It mm -hmm. is something of consequence. It is Brock Lesnar. It is Cody Rhodes. It is a it is a story that is going to be told that doesn't have to have a prologue to it. It reminds me a lot of uh, of Triple H Undertaker going into I think it might have been twenty seven, twenty eight where Undertaker's in the ring, Triple H comes out, they stare at each other, they look at the sign. That's all we needed. That's all we needed. That's so true. And, and yes. it's a great match. And so I feel the same thing. Cody Rhodes, he's a main event player. Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. It's not going to be a waste of our time, I can tell you that. And it's going to be a necessary speed bump in Cody's pursuit of the undisputed world heavyweight championship. It's going to, it, it's another stop on that journey to say he paid his dues. He worked hard and he overcame the major players in WWE to be that guy, you know? So we're, we're building up to it. You know, you yeah. old school guys that, that played some street fighter or some Tekken, you don't get the boss <laughs> on the first level, man. That's true. And so Very Cody's going to knock down a bunch of your major players in WWE. And sometime in the future could be SummerSlam, could be mania next year, could be whenever could be a random Monday night. Cody will be the world heavyweight champion and it's going to taste sweeter because of everything in the way first. Now for me, that the shock is over, I, I do like this next buildup. I, I originally, I wanted Cody to go over. I think a lot of people did. And I think, to be honest, I was more upset that it wasn't a continued 
rivalry with he and Roman mm-hmm. that it switched gears and moved to Roman. And now I'm like, okay, I've, the shock is over and I'm good with this. Not that they need my permission by any means, yeah. but I, I feel better about in me investing my time again in their investment in what they're doing as well. Uh, news is the plan is to go longer than just this match in Puerto Rico at Backlash on May 6th, that they have many matches ahead of them. And I also read something else today that said that Cody was being considered for some acting roles. Yep. So I don't know if that means that they do this and that puts him on the shelf, quote unquote, you know, the uh, uh, the worked shelf for a little bit so he can go away to do some, do some acting and then come back to uh, get his revenge and continue climbing that ladder. Uh, but we'll see in weeks to come. I am looking forward to the Backlash pay-per-view, though. I, I think it's interesting. It will not have Roman Reigns on it. At least nope. as of now, this pay-per-view will not. Where do we see Sammy and Kevin in that story going? How does Riddle fit into this picture? Right now, I kind of see him as the uh, the Sammy and Kevin's answer to Solo. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Is that a good answer? <laughs> Here's the thing. Dude. We, we have to... <laughs> We have to we have to address the primary bullet point, the mm-hmm. most important part of Matt Riddle right now. Apparently, boots make a huge difference when you're wearing a speedo <laughs> because that dude looks butt naked in that ring. And all I want is some knee pads or some shoulder pads Something. just to soften the blow of yes. all of that Matt Riddle. <laughs> Something more than toenail polish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Besides that, um, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a Matt Riddle fan. It's not Mm. because he's not talented. It's not because, but but he doesn't necessarily have story to his character. I mean, the the over-athletic stoner bro, while cute, is not really my thing. And so the the reason is is because I like to have when when you, when you have someone go after a championship, it's nice for them to be able to turn on a serious button and be a cool champion. I can't see Matt Riddle being a serious champion, especially for the push that he has. So I also don't like that he's being force fed down our throats on every show in every segment now that he's back. But he's here. He's doing a great job of pushing the story forward. You know. Um, Watching SmackDown, it w- it was a good main event. Uh, you know he's he's a he's a good wrestler and he knows what he's doing. But uh, not my personal favorite. But he's here and we're gonna make the best of it. Darn it! If you saw any of him in the UFC, you know he does have a serious side. Yeah, and he is legit. And I'm not sure that it wasn't smart to maybe come back after this absence with maybe more of that persona instead it's just it's what sells t-shirts i think right now is is the bro character uh they're also building up something big with the host of backlash Mm -hmm. bad bunny and judgment day along with the latino world order Mm -hmm. which is back i think it's pretty cool that continued on smackdown last night uh, as we saw lwo i'm actually really digging what about you I love it. Um, I think yeah. I think that we are just in the early stages of. I think what we're going to do is probably see 
uh, some stuff get wrapped up with the Judgment Day, and then we're going to see more kind of deeper storylines with the LWO. But you've got a ton of underutilized talent in that group. Um, yeah. and, and with Rey Mysterio kind of as the, the elder of that group being able to – to mentor and push those guys forward. I think it's going to be really, really great. I think we're just at the very, very, very beginning of it. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Just before this, we mentioned about Riddle coming back, you know, thinking about it since mania, he's the only surprise we've seen. Do you expect there to be anything at backlash? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I feel like that that's what we're missing right now. We're seeing the same, some of the same feuds, the same people battle. I know things are going to change with the draft, which we'll talk about in a minute, but there's, there hasn't been that element of surprise that, that places like AEW do give you from time to time. It may, you know, I think they did way too many maybe, or got a little old and stale up front when they were doing it every week. But now when, Things happen like Jay White going to AEW instead of WWE. That was a big deal and yep. a huge surprise. WWE hasn't had a surprise in a long time. And I'm trying to think of when the last time was. I don't really count Riddle as being a surprise. It was just, oh, okay, well, we knew he's coming back soon. I think if Randy Orton came back randomly, that would be a big surprise. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really want to see Goldberg come back again and surprise, <laughs> surprise anybody. So I'm not really sure who's left or what, what they're planning. But uh, sometimes that's the fun is guessing. Do you have any guesses? Uh, well, in, in regards to the draft, one thing that I'll say is I think the timing of the draft is extraordinarily convenient. And I am going to take a personal opinion that the draft has not been planned uh, uh, since after – WrestleMania because my completely uninformed guess is that Vince came in, screwed up the Monday night after WrestleMania, and Triple H is like, what do I do to salvage this draft? <laughs> and so what I think it's going to be, it back. I, I think I think that the, the two draft nights are going to be our quote-unquote uh, Monday Raw after WrestleMania nights. I think we're going to get two mm. of them. I think we're going to see some NXT stuff. I really hope uh, we see some some Braun Breaker. I think he could he could explode onto the scene doing some great yeah. stuff. There's some there's some multiple people in a, NXT we could see happen. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of speculation. We'd love to see Randy back. I don't know that we are going to see him back. I think it's yeah. been a little over a year. I mean, we've seen spinal surgeries, you know, comebacks uh, by this yeah. time. And so yep. I kind of think he's done, but that remains to be seen. Mm -hmm. But it's the WWE, man. You, you never know what you're going to get. But I have probably too high of expectations for the two draft nights um, because I think mm -hmm. that that is Triple H's redemption uh, for the way Mon Monday after uh, WrestleMania went. Let's let's dig into this a little bit. Uh, that the draft is coming up here in two weeks. It's going to kick off on SmackDown. I want to know how can we change the draft to make it interesting? Because I'm just not interested in the draft anymore. I know that maybe some surprises would help. I think that um, maybe if they took some notes from a legit draft. Mm -hmm. NFL draft. So what's different about that? At the NFL draft, there there's not a football game. So in this, there would be no wrestling. Mm -hmm. It's just the draft. What they do at the uh, NFL draft is they involve other people 
So maybe you have some live performances, some bands. Mm -hmm. Maybe you do it outside somewhere, uh, an outside venue, and you make it free. Yeah. Yep. Just change it up. And you don't have to do all those. Do one of them. Mm -hmm. Do something that makes this different than a SmackDown and a Raw with fake people in a fake boardroom acting like they're picking people off of a computer. We all know that's not happening. We know that maybe the performers don't know they're being picked. However, the people upstairs do. And that's fine because the people upstairs know who's going where in in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I just think they could make this if they're really, you know, they really try to pull in some realism and, and, and the way that's something that that maybe they'll you can involve UFC fighters in, Ooh. have them come out to make announcements, have them come out to a stare down that it doesn't have to go anywhere. It could just be something that maybe it's a run in from somebody in the UFC or something happens, but it doesn't have to actually be a fight, but a way to kind of cross over with each other make it something that's not a regular show and it's actually interesting to watch it's maybe becomes another destination that's completely different than a uh, than a live show than a a normal and maybe you have a match or two with with some new people you want to feature that's in the middle of the crowd i don't know just literally just spitballing right now some different ways to make this different than it has been it's a brand new company this is tko now and I would like to see some other things involved in the draft. Yeah, so the the hard thing about being in, in corporate WWE is the, the if we think back to when the drafts were interesting, it's mm-hmm. because there was not as much push and pull from the television uh, sponsor endorsement side. You've got USA and Fox wanting yeah. to make sure that they've got equal shows, that one show's not better than the other, that stars are showing up on both to help ratings. And so the draft is really tough when you're walking that tightrope. Back in the day, it was super consequential because, you know, back when, you know, uh, I'm thinking all the way back to, you know, 2005 or whatever, when all this was going on, there was yeah. a chance that you did not get the channel that the other show was on. And, <laughs> and so exactly like, right. it, it, it was a big deal. And, uh, and so I completely agree. There's something that needs to be done with it. And I really think the only thing they can do is truly make it story driven. If you go back to, you know, 20, 2008, 2010, in the Eric Bischoff, Stephanie McMahon general management days, there were yeah. significant storylines that were going on backstage. And I remember one year in particular, I can't remember the year, where not only were they selecting people, uh, but then there were trades happening not only during the show, but in the days following the show, yep. where it felt like things were moving. And the last yeah. couple times we've seen the draft, it's like, Wow, you know, the Undertaker's going to SmackDown. He was on last week. I don't know why that matters. And so, you know, I completely agree. It needs to mean something. But I think that that I'm hopeful because this is the first time that we have Triple H uh, on the uh on the the reins of the creative. And so I'm yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic that even if it's not new in nature it's going to mean something so even if it's pretty even if it's pretty sterile in what we're used to i think we're going to see definitive consequences and and things that come along with it 
Well, uh, speaking of it being a new company, uh, on the business side of things, um, I've seen some stuff this week about uh, potentially now needing to do some cuts. Now you have an entire uh, back-end roster, people behind closed doors, you know, people working in the office, a whole crew of people in HR and every other aspect of, um, uh, of a business all on the UFC side. And then you have the exact same thing over here on the WWE side. I've heard something to the tune of a hundred million in cost cuts. Um, uh, that could, do you think that translates over into the performer world? Or do you think that just stays on the business side? I kind of think it just stays on the business side. I, I think it does too. I don't think we'll see much talent. I mean, the reality is you don't need two HR departments. You don't no. need two accounting departments. Right. Uh, you know, simple numbers would say most of those people, if they have decent jobs, are going to be making 80, 100K a year. And so while anybody losing their job is a shame, and we would never wish that on anybody, you know, it's not going to be huge numbers that it's going to take to to reach that kind of cost savings. And it's it'll be interesting to see which side of the table it comes from. Because mm -hmm. while I may be biased... I think that WWE does a much better job in the sales, the marketing, the endorsements, the sponsorships, the partnerships, yeah. um, obviously just because they're a much more uh, open, uh, uh, family-ish friendly uh, organization. And so it'll be interesting to see where the cuts come from. Sure, you could keep all the HR medical and stuff from the UFC side, but but man, if they do too much cutting on the on the WWE side, it could really hurt them down the road a little bit. WWE's also, they have an infrastructure that has been built over 40 years. Yep. UFC doesn't have that. Nope. I mean, they've really been up and operational in this form over the last 15, 18 years. Yep. That's a big difference. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I, they also, I mean, WWE has something to brag about on the, on the sales side. For WrestleMania, there was 20 million dollars sold in ad revenue yep just crazy just money. for those two nights how crazy is that before we hit uh we do have a main event and i want to talk about this and i didn't even tell you about this but i want to see what you know about it okay um before we hit that reminder we want to see you in detroit there is a big um premium live event happening in detroit <laughs> in august and we want to see you there. I'll just tell you this. For more information on how you can be a part of it with the WrestleChat Podcast, head over to the WrestleChatPodcast.com. It's WrestleChatPodcast.com slash summer. WrestleChatPodcast.com slash summer. Check that out. All right. For our main event, I want to know where Drew McIntyre is. <laughs> this is something that uh, our guest last week, Tim, he brought up. He goes, well, in th we could maybe see Drew McIntyre at AEW show. And I was like, that, where did that come from? That has, uh, makes no sense. And he said, yeah, his contract's up. Mm -hmm. okay, but that doesn't mean he's leaving. Okay, well, now he has, um, let's just go back to the history real quick. Talk about Drew. He was designated the future of WWE by Vince. This is a long time ago. He ended up in the three-man band. Yep. <laughs> he left. He bulked up. And he came back with a new look and a new attitude. He grew in NXT. He was the champion there. He became the universal champion. But that happened during the COVID WrestleMania. Yep. In a pretty quick match with Brock Lesnar, if I remember correctly. Yep. Since then... 
He's pretty much been a mid-carder. Yep. Now his contract is up, or is pretty close to being up. His Twitter has gone dark. He deleted all references to WWE. And on April 2nd, he posted this. The waving emoji. Was he waving goodbye? Boy, I don't know. I think we've we've <laughs> seen a lot of stuff. You know, the best thing you could do as a independent contractor is is really hype yourself up, create some steam around you, all of that type of thing. I'm not completely bought and sold on the whole he's leaving thing, but at the same time, I think it's definitely possible. I mean, um, Drew has the look, he has the size, but he's always struggled with that championship persona. And, yep. and when he was champion, it reminded me a lot of uh, Rocky Maivia because he was just this squeaky clean, like, I'm your champion, and I'm going to yep. fight for you and do my best every day of this week. And and so I, he he's not figured out who he is as a champion. And because of that, they don't want to keep putting the strap on him. And I don't blame them because yeah. – I love Drew McIntyre. He does. He, he has great matches. He's he works stiff. He does a great job. But man, when the belt's on him, I'm just like man. And, uh, and yeah. I just I don't care. And so yeah. what I do know is when he was on the Independence, even before he came back to uh, to NXT, he had an attitude about him, and and mm-hmm. he had a much more successful character and persona as Drew Galloway on on the independent scene than we've ever seen in WWE. I don't understand why that stuff makes sense because you would think that he could bring that in, but it's never that simple. And, yeah. and so I don't know which way it's going to go, but I know that either way, WWE is going to cut him a nice check to stay or he's going to dominate some of the other, uh, either AEW or the independents or whatever. seems like AEW owns half of the independents now anyway. But uh, <laughs> but either way, he's going to be fine. I'm not worried about him, but it's just which Drew are we going to get? Mm-hmm. You know, I, would, I wouldn't I would mind seeing. Now, I'd be fine him him staying, and I think it'd be great. Maybe, maybe rebrand a little bit with more of that aggression that you were talking about. But I wouldn't mind seeing a very aggressive Drew uh, take on... Uh, Claudio Castagnoli Ooh, or man. Cesaro man. in a in an AEW ring where they seem to seem to hit a little harder, they bleed a lot more, and uh, uh, maybe they would be the story that AEW needs. Yep, yep, I agree. Might be cool to see Ring of Honor. Might not be bad. You know, that's owned by Tony as well. So I don't know. We'll see coming up. Uh, I'm sure in the next few weeks of where that all lands. That is the wrestle chat podcast for today i would love it if you guys would chime in and uh join in on the chat um we do have a a few comments from our um from our youtube we'll share those coming up next week get yours in as well especially on this podcast let us know what you think about all of these topics chime in there and don't forget to hit up wrestlechatpodcast.com slash summer and find out how you can be in detroit with the Wrestle Chat Podcast. Michael, thank you for being on again this week. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks. It was a pleasure to be here with you. Make sure you guys follow us Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all of them. Wrestle Chat Podcast. We will see you next week.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.